you, Laura, so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. How is everyone in Burning Witches doing at the moment? Uh, yeah, good. Great. Uh, we're all, uh, you know, happy with all the reactions we're getting now with the new video clips, of course. And uh, yeah, it's it's just fun. You know, the whole process is fun. So we're uh, looking forward to the shows again. Also, uh, looking forward to actually the first show now we're, we're, uh, we're waiting for is the Monsters of Rock Cruise. So that's really, really amazing show to do. So I'll go to uh, for rehearsals. I'm, I'm going soon to Switzerland and uh, join everyone. So it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're having fun. That is nice to hear because obviously the build, the weight, the drive towards a release of a new album can be a long, slow, laborious process. I mean, we are about a month out from the release of the new album, The Dark Tower, which of course is your fifth studio album overall. Uh -huh. um, you're still feeling quite good about it. You're still excited about it. You're not at a point where you just want to get it out. Uh, yeah, of course, I, I just want to get it out. It would be nice. But yes, we, we wait a little bit longer. But yes, almost there. <laughs> almost there. Um, I have to ask then, how soon after the last album, The Witch of the North, did writing start on this record? Or was it a case that writing never really stopped? Um, well, yeah, never really stopped fully, I guess. But it's it's more like the, you know, the big strokes happened directly after. But all the details kind of happened most of the time uh just just a few months uh before recording starts right so it's it's really uh just ideas just some melodies and some song structures and stuff like that and maybe some song title ideas and and we we came up earlier for example with the album theme so that's when i just start to write down some stuff that i think would fit just whenever it comes up so yeah <laughs> Did the fact that you weren't able to immediately capitalize on The Witch of the North with touring because of the pandemic, of course, The Witch of the North came out in 2021, um, did that have a major effect on your plans at the time? E.g. would The Witch of the North exist if you hadn't been, uh, sorry, no, not The Witch of the North, The Dark Tower exist if you hadn't been forced to sort of sit at home for a while? Uh, actually, well, no, because the, for us, that period already stopped, actually, so... I think it's indeed the question you asked is probably more applicable to the Witch of the North, but uh, um, yeah, because it would probably have been coming out a bit later than we did during that time. Uh, but now everything is actually more or less back to normal. We we had just a lot of shows waiting actually mm. for the Witch of the North because um, we had so many shows we had to postpone every time because of COVID. So it was a very busy year last year, but after those shows were done we did start working on the on the next album so uh now uh the dark tower is uh almost out so yeah <laughs> so that's the process yeah nice to have some semblance of normality now to be able to tour again to be able to play the music in a live environment uh yeah did you have you mentioned coming up with the themes early on did you have a particular vision then for what you wanted the dark tower to be when you first started writing yeah we, we did when we started first writing uh we wanted it to be a bit darker than uh, than last album uh we just um all felt like yeah it's time to do something just a bit more heavy again and um uh we also we, we look back at, at some of the older songs we had and we were like okay we want this heaviness or for example hexenhammer you know so we have this this vibe definitely in the song the dark tower itself for example and um it it just helps that uh yeah the blood countess is is basically the main character in this you know the main inspiration for this album 
So it was the first serial killer ever recorded uh, from the, you know, the dark ages, basically, when uh, uh, people still got sewn into horses and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. So we wanted something, you know, creepy, and we did that, so. <laughs> did you spend a lot of time trying to find, uh, research the differences between fact and fiction? Because, of course, there are immense many facts, but also through time and storytelling, there's a ton of fiction around it as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I Personally, I didn't, because, um, you know, you know, there's already... Basically, if you try to look up what exactly happened, it already says, yeah, there are not that many details <laughs> for sure. And yeah, everyone makes their own story from it. So I really took a lot of inspiration also from people that make their own stories from it, right? So maybe she drinks blood to stay young or yeah, it's 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 all fun, you know, <laughs> it's not too it many. Can, it can be, it's an incredible uh, set, it's an incredible stories uh, of, of surrounding as well. But of course, you know, uh, you're not alone. Other Many other bands and musicians have utilized that as inspiration too. Did you look at any of that? Did you listen to any other variations on other bands' music storytelling? Yeah, I was kind of curious. And actually that, I mean, <laughs> apart from a band that actually existed, that's called Battery, right? Yeah, also Venom wrote a song called Countess Battery. So I did look it up. I was curious. I was just really curious what uh, yeah. was already done. Yeah, so I did, yeah. <laughs> the likes of Cradle of Filth as well from uh, our neck of the woods. Ah, I didn't see that one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so at what point then, considering you kind of had those ideas and you knew you wanted it to be heavy and you knew you wanted it to be this, at what point did you find it really start to take shape and you realized, okay, we have a strong set of tracks here that could make up a full album um well <laughs> for me it's always a bit that's always a hard question to answer for me during the process to be honest because um i don't know during that process of creating you're like ah oh, it's not good it's not good enough it's not oh. good enough and then you know and finally when you go to the studio it's it really starts to get like you're super good because then you you put in the details Maybe you rearrange it a bit and you also have people around you that have this fresh look on, on the songs that can say, hey, if we just maybe switch only this thing around, it will be super cool. And most of the time, yeah, they're right, right? So because they can look at it with a fresh view. So to be honest, it's um, for me, it's always difficult until the last moment and then, then we're starting to get happy. <laughs> at this stage, are you satisfied that, yep, okay, the full album is exa exactly what you want it to be? Yeah, I, th I think we did a, 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 yeah, a cool job, you know, because um, uh, to be to be totally able to listen to it myself with a fresh mind, let's just say I need mm. a few years actually, but I am happy with what we did now, yeah. <laughs> Is there a chance, because I often find when I speak to bands and artists that when we are in the weeks leading up to the release, that of course um, it isn't going to be fresh for you. You've been listening to the songs and the ways that... Uh, nobody else has but upon release and then seeing reactions do you think that will refresh it for you because it often seems to for others yeah yeah it does yeah i mean you you, you do hear feedback that maybe you didn't expect so um for for myself for example uh when i sang for for the dark tower i was actually surprised that so many positive reactions came from my voice because i didn't feel like it it was the best thing i ever did or something but I definitely got a lot of positive reactions also on that. And yeah, there are definitely sometimes things you don't expect. And yeah, 
this this was one of them to be honest because i felt like i sing it too straightforward mm. but people liked it so i guess yeah okay <laughs> why do you yeah. think that was i mean you, you, did, did you do you think you were doing anything particularly different um that was outside your comfort zone this time around well it was it was just very powerfully sung um and uh, I felt like it maybe lacked dynamics, but it's also a bit of the style, right? It's 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 it it is a uh, a kick in the face, I guess, that whole song. And so, I mean, eventually it it works. But for me, it was I wasn't sure about that part. But in the studio, they said, "Nah, just do it," and they were right, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair there enough. are these things that that's why you want to do it together with with other people, right? But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that um, outside uh, feedback, I think, can be invaluable, um, as it clearly was for you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Was Alongside that, then, I guess I'd want to ask, what was the most challenging aspect of working on the record for you personally, be it in the writing, recording, production, or even waiting phase of things? Oh, sorry. Um, can you repeat that? What was the most challenging aspect of working on the record for you this time around, be it the writing, recording, production, or even this waiting phase? Um, the most difficult one. Um, uh, well, I mean, this is, it's a bit of a general thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure, I pre- probably it's super recognizable also, but I think we, we did a lot of like, thinking and and preparing up front uh but the most of the work always happens when there's the most pressure right so yeah and to be honest that getting it to the next level to to be just as bit better usually cost takes the most time actually <laughs> so i think it's always the the pressure part you know it, that kind of needed to 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 get the most out of it i think it's always the most difficult because every time and i have this now like with all the music i ever wrote I'm thinking, let's prepare more upfront, you know, let's hmm. now do this part that I usually do, or, you know, under pressure at the very end. Let's do it a bit earlier. Let's see how much better it can be in the end if you try to do that. But it's, I just need this pressure. So that's for me personally, I think a lot of people probably feel this, but I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I think it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people thrive under pressure environments, but it doesn't, I guess for you as well necessarily mean you want to have to thrive under that pressure. You prefer not to. I I, I was trying to keep it chill this time because we had enough time. We came up with ideas early enough, but yes, a lot of it happened again. Pretty much the last moment. Yes. (laughs) Maybe next time, maybe next time. Right. Yeah. Um, Likewise, was there anything different for you this time around that you particularly enjoyed? Um, um particularly yeah i mean it to be honest, yeah it's not really a, anything new or something or surprising but i i just love that i can use different voices in 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 the music right so we have the just the, yeah the usual metal voice but you also have the creepy voices i just love to to be able to do the different things and we have a ballad so for me it's just fun to do all these little things and i i mean yeah you would need to ask the rest of the band i didn't I didn't ask them specifically, but I think they also enjoy that, you know, because Larissa, for example, she 
made also one of she can also play play piano right and keyboard so she made this really cool creepy intro with the key, keys for uh for the duck tower song we have a little creepy intro with a clock and those things are super fun and i i remember also having a lot of fun for unleash the beast in the in the studio we were like oh let's add a roar oh let's add a right a lion roar and then i was like wait but what about a dinosaur roar and you know, <laughs> it's actually it's it's it, and and then they said and yeah that uh, uh pulver said yeah that it probably also is a lion roar and i think he's right but it, it sounded just a bit more powerful so the first one is, is a dinosaur roar yeah and the last one is a lion roar ah, those those things are fun for me i like those little stupid creative moments yeah <laughs> that is amazing do, do you think it was the themes that you wanted the album to be based around that allowed you to be this little bit more creative or imaginative um yeah i mean uh, um part of it of course we we love the visual part of it and you can definitely see it in the in the album artwork mm. and a really cool artist julia and i i always fail to pronounce the last name but uh yeah <laughs> julia i'm so really sorry i don't dare to pronounce it i'll probably <laughs> make a mistake but yeah it's it's just um yeah it's it's really beautiful what he did and yeah, it's the complete picture. You also want it to look cool on stage. So the stage will have some really cool, uh, you know, background um, also that, that fits the whole theme. And, and this is what, what's fun, of course, also a part of the creativity. So, yeah. I love that uh, you mentioned the artwork. I absolutely adore it. You know what it reminds me of? Um, and I'm probably going to show my age here. It reminds me of being a kid and going into a record store and walking down the aisles and seeing something out of the corner of your eye, like the artwork, and it catching your attention immediately and looking at it and getting an image from that artwork and kind of knowing what you might be about to hear based off it. It is incredible, as you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love to do that too. So, yep. <laughs> Well, we've had uh, we've had two tracks so far. We've had the title track and Unleash the Beast, uh, two absolute bangers. And that is the general consensus. That's not just me saying that. You talked about the reaction at the start. Have you paid a lot of attention to the reaction to these singles specifically? Now, one is barely a week. Uh, Unleash the Beast is barely a week out. Um, so yeah. still early days yet. But are you paying attention to a lot of the comments and feedback on uh, social media and stuff like that? Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious always, you know. I'm curious what people say. I, I wouldn't really... Uh, mind if if there are negative reactions i don't try to let it get to me or something but it's just fun to see what people think i'm just always curious um and it definitely stood out to me with unleash the beast of course we we had larissa being pregnant and uh courtney uh, uh could help us out so we were like ah you know what let's so now there are actually two versions from uh, unleash the beast also already right so we have one with with larissa which has a bit more of the guitar harmonies that we had this this album also and uh yeah now uh courtney so cc shred <laughs> she yeah shreds basically so we have like two versions so which are cool and uh everyone um i saw a lot of comments like courtney you know <laughs> and, and lisa beast so yeah yeah i do it's fun <laughs> yeah the reaction has been incredible um uh, particularly as you said towards courtney um alone which is um awesome to see <laughs> yeah Five albums in seven years. It is an incredible output. So I have to ask, where does the motivation to keep writing and putting out music come from? Um, the motivation. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't really dare to answer that for the 
for everyone. I mean, for all of us, it, it's definitely that we all like old school metal, right? So that's mm. one of the motivations, definitely. <laughs> so for uh, for Lala, she just loves the strong drums. And I know that, I, I don't know, his, I forgot his name, but the drummer from Creator is, is one of her big um, influences. She, she loves that, you know, straightforward, just loud and in your face drumming. And, yeah. Yeah, so for her, that uh, obviously is one of the reasons for me. It's, uh, yeah, I, I just love, of course, old school metal, just the, the guitars and stuff that I actually tried to be a guitarist before I turned to, out to be a singer. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I'm a better singer, so I stick to that. But um, yeah, I, I just love that. Um, just the sounds, you know, and... Um, and 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 yeah, to for me, I think the best motivation in the end is is to also to be able to perform live. I just love that moment of a bit of adrenaline and to see people's faces and have fun uh, in the live situation. Well, you brought it up, and we are reaching festival season around the world, and you're at plenty of them this year. For those that who have who haven't experienced Burning Witches in the live environment, and there will be plenty, because obviously, of course, 2017 is the start. We had a couple of years of pandemic around the world. So this might be the first time many people see you. From your perspective, what can they expect? Uh -huh. Well, they can expect, uh, I think, uh, lots of, uh, yeah, yeah, heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, it's, it's maybe not so surprising, I guess. I think they can, you know, they expect to have an energetic show too, to really, you know, not only feel the music, but also see this energy, I guess, is, I think, um, something I would like to believe that, that we can bring to the people to, to make, to have them, make them have a good time and to, to give this energy to them. And also to, um, you know, to, to get back a bit of this old school. Yeah. Basically this, if you, if you look back at this, this time where, where heavy metal started to get a bit bigger and you see, you saw so many influences also of, um you know horror related things and i think definitely with this album we we also can do this specifically that we have this this creepy vibe uh, also out there and um yeah that the the crossover <laughs> between horror and heavy metal appeal is clearly there so and as you say it does kind of call back to a i don't like to use the word but old school if you want um yeah. kind of imagery and um thought process almost so it kind of matches up nicely having seen you guys live i can attest that at burning witch's live show is um well you'll end up with a sore neck put it that way yeah then for you what right now for you personally is the most exciting thing about being in burning witches um well uh, just yeah the whole i think the whole process of course is fun and to be able to make your own music and to be able to tour the world with that you know yeah. so the the combination um uh, of being able to to do that with your own music is definitely uh yeah it it extra rewarding so yeah <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Laura, we reached the part of the interview now where we have a randomly randomized set of questions. They are pulled from 500, uh, chosen for you at random, and they can be sensible, silly, 
deep, okay. <laughs> pointless, and we're going to throw them at you. So beginning with this one, what is your favorite holiday destination to date? Ooh, um, you, you mean a holiday destination where I've already been? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me think. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I have to just change now to my, I have to, I have to think. I have to dig up uh, the memories. Let me, let me think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was a little bit of a holiday, to be honest. I just love it when it's, it kind of gets me like it's, it, or strikes me if I go to a place where it's totally different. And the most totally different place I've been to up to date was Bali, Indonesia, because it, because it was extremely different, because the air was extremely moist. It was extremely warm. It rained a lot, but it was still nice weather, if you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and when it was <laughs> sunny, I was never this ten before in my life. Actually, I was uh, I wasn't even uh, aware I could get this ten. So it was nice, even <laughs> even when there was you know once in a while <laughs> some some rain and it's just a different culture and everything looks different. So I just love it when when everything really kind of confuses me to how different it is. And and that was Bali, Indonesia until now. Yeah, <laughs> and nice weather. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful country. Yeah. Um, what is one of your personal inspirations? Uh, my personal inspirations, yeah. I mean, one. It's difficult to choose one. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's go for let's go for this one. Let's go for uh, Blackie Lawless from Wasp. It's it wow. is definitely yeah. It was one of the the first uh, old school heavy metal bands I started listening to. Actually, it could have been actually the first. I I think it is actually the first old school stuff that I listened to. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember that that I wanted to start learning how to sing, right? But I, I just couldn't couldn't do that stuff. So, but now I finally, hopefully can do that voice honor because we did a, a cover also, right? So I want to be course. somebody from Wasp, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, I love the sound. It's It's just... It's melodic, but it's but it's it, it it's brutal and it has it kicks ass and yeah I like that stuff. <laughs> Legendary vocalist, you know, considered it so and rightfully so. What is the strangest? <laughs> what is the strangest thing you think you own? The strangest thing? Ooh, that's a funny question. What is the strangest thing I own? I have to think of that. Um. Hmm. Oh, what do I own? That's super strange. Uh, yeah i mean oh yeah what is it oh what is it let me think um mm. hmm. maybe i should just pull open a closet and have a look in it <laughs> uh yeah i mean i can't really think of anything except that there's just this thing that happened recently and they mm -hmm. uh they they actually put a lens in my eye so it's right behind my iris Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's, it costed me dearly, but I'm very happy I own it now because I can live without glasses. And actually, for they they warned me it's maybe it shouldn't be as good, but actually I'm having better vision than I had with with my glasses or with my lenses that I would put on. So I'm really happy I did it. Um, yeah, I think it's strange because basically I paid a lot of money for them to stab me in the eye, mm. and then. You know, while under the influence of drugs, they stab me in the eye, and then they, floop, 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 floop. and then they put a lens, like basically they put it in the in the you know right before the. How to say this? They can actually it's apparently the iris. Iris, yeah. So yeah. they put it before your iris, 
And then I put little sticks in there to get it like underneath the iris. <laughs> and I paid money for that and I survived. So yeah, I think that's pretty strange. Yeah, that's up there. That is amazing. Um, yeah. Okay, are you a cat or a dog person? I, I like both, but to be honest, I do like cats most. And um, yeah, it has something to do, well, definitely it has something to do with the drool and the smell. Cats don't drool, cats don't smell. So usually they can smell if they pee in your house, which sometimes happens and it's really bad. But <laughs> yeah, for the rest, I do I do like cats. I'm more of a cat person. You don't have to walk them. They just do their own thing if you, if they they, will. If you need them to do so. Yeah. <laughs> What is the last thing you do at night before you go to sleep? Um, the last thing I do at night, <laughs> well, usually I would have like put put down my glasses, right? Ah, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, and so now I go to sleep, and then I'm like, oh, I don't have them anymore, and then I go to sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last thing you do is forget that you don't wear glasses anymore. Yeah, and at, the, at this moment, because I did it, all, I wear them since I was 10 years old or something, or maybe 12 or 10. Yeah, I think 80, even, maybe 8 or 10. I think 10 years. I've kind of forgot, but a long time already. Yes, that's why. Wow, <laughs> what freedom. Yeah, what's freedom. a positive What's a positive that you can point at about social media? Positive. Um, well, I like that you can, you kind of also keep into contact with people like all over the world that you normally wouldn't see or catch up with so much and you can just you know you you can keeping up to date with them which is i think really cool because there are you know <laughs> especially if you if you tour you just meet a lot of people that you can't always meet and and sometimes you see them again and it's nice to just see what they're doing a bit i, I mean of course you see only the good things and it's different but i, I still think it's it is nice with you know in this world where you can just travel wherever and you can't always catch up i think it's a nice thing that's it's still supposed to be the basic purpose of it, isn't it? Really, to connect I mean, with people. Yeah, and 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 if I would just, if I wouldn't be a musician, if I would just, you know, do my job and 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 live around people that I know, and and I would be able to just call them up or actually go, you know, just ring the doorbell every time. I think, mm. it's, to be honest, then then I wouldn't really appreciate it that much. I think, but now I do appreciate it for for that purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. What what's a country that you've not played in yet that you would love to one day? Um yeah. What is it? Oh yeah, Japan. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Not, not Likewise. Was... So I go. Oh, that was an easy one, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as you say it, it's like, of course, of course, Japan. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, who would you love to play with then one day? Either a support or them supporting you who um well as a support uh yeah i mean iron maiden judas priest <laughs> I think are on the top of the list and wasp of course for me of course uh yeah <laughs> yeah of course absolutely um and last but not least what's a goal you are aiming to accomplish over the next 12 months with burning witches oh 12 months okay um well that's always uh I, yeah world domination no, yeah, 12 months is a bit short, isn't it? <laughs> well, you say that new album yeah. and all. Huh? Sorry? You say that, but with a new album and all, 12 months with a new album, it's, uh, it's very, you never know. You never know, indeed. <laughs> Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Of course, The Dark Tower is the fifth new album um, from Burning Witches, May 5th.
uh, it is an amazing record and continues the trend of amazing music from you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the interview. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?